everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and today is Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And folks, the trees are turning colors, and if you've never been to Minnesota, uh, you're really missing something. It is absolutely gorgeous. We had a crisp fall morning today, and it is going to warm up real nicely in the afternoon. So welcome to the show. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you improve the quality of your life. And that those topics include wellness and health care, elder care, even end-of-life care, and of course, caregiver support, which is so essential in helping us these days here. I hope everyone's doing well today. Um, we have another great show for you today. Uh, I'm very, very excited about this. Joining me um, is Dr. Eric Eros. He is a practicing headache specialist. Dr. Eros is director at the Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as a clinical professor at Midwestern University and clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. In addition to Dr. Ross, joining me is Jake Wakeham, who is from St. Paul, Minnesota, and he is here to tell us about his migraine journey and his experience in a clinical trial, which recently resulted in the FDA approval of an acute treatment for migraine in adults called Nurtec ODT. We'll talk about that throughout the show today. But I want to, before we get into this great topic of migraine, which many of my colleagues suffer with, and uh, and in our practice, we cannot afford to have my colleagues uh, have migraines. It shuts them down. So this will be a very interesting program for anybody out there who has had migraine or knows of people that have had migraine. But I want to give a special thanks and a shout out here to Jennifer Ogren. She has been wonderful in helping coordinate this show. Brett Johnson, who is uh, producing the show today, and, and Andrea Cohen. Uh, the three of them were helping me put this together, and I just really appreciate the great work uh, that they did for this. I, I Thank you so much, you guys. Um, we received uh, several calls last week regarding my previous show with Elizabeth Wright. Remember, she's the founder of The Moments they're an, an award-winning specialty memory care community here in Lakeville, Minnesota. And we also had Fred Maxick. He's a former NASA scientist and founder and chief scientific officer of Healthy Inc. And we were talking about the innovative safety and sanitizing solutions from Healthy Inc. that the Moments Memory Care community recently installed to protect their residents, employees, and essential caregivers. Now, this technology uses ultraviolet lighting to inactivate bacteria and viruses, including COVID-19, and it does this in as little as 20 seconds. Now, this technology will disinfect the clothing and personal belongings of anyone before they enter the living community at Moments Memory Care. It's amazing. This, they have a light arch right in their vestibule as you enter the building, and it essentially sanitizes you before you go into the residency. So amazing, amazing technology. We received a lot of calls about that. So if you have any questions or maybe you want to go and see this technology in real life at the Moments Memory Care in Lakeville, call Ross Marcus. His number is 952-873-1700. Once again, 952 873 1700 or visit them at themoments.com themoments.com really amazing stuff they're doing there uh, in advancing uh, memory care uh, communities and helping people with dementia and alzheimer's i want to thank all of you not not just for last week but you guys leave great messages on our radio show phone line i really appreciate hearing from all of you and we welcome your questions and comments also, please continue to let us know of topics or guests you would like for us to have on future shows. We are here to help you improve your quality of life. So call or text us anytime, 24-7 at 612-999-3426. And that number can also get you to get your text messages to me today on the air. If you want to ask a question, give me a text at 612-999-3426. 
Uh, or of course, you can call in and talk to Brett. He's here today, 952-946-6205. Get your question live on the air. Once again, 952-946-6205. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. So I want to mention the purpose of this radio program is to bring you specialists and experts who have a passion for helping others by providing advice and recommendations on how to navigate the challenges of managing both you and your family's health and quality of life. We also have a special focus on our aging population and their caregivers and how we can help you and your loved ones prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. You can find all the recordings of our shows on the AM950 radio station homepage by simply clicking the on-demand button and then clicking on our show logo, Living Healthy and Aging Well. You can also find our podcasts on Apple iTunes and SoundCloud. And in addition, for those of you who are interested, you can watch us live on the AM950 Facebook page. All right. Well, I am so excited about talking to my two guests today. Um, One is in Phoenix um, and Fountain Hills, I believe, and one is in St. Paul. And so we are really looking forward to having a great conversation about migraine. And there's a lot of misinformation out there between what's a headache, what's a migraine, all kinds of stuff. And we'll get that uh, talked about today. But uh, joining me today is Dr. Eric E. Ross. He is a practicing headache specialist. Dr. E. Ross is director at the Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as a clinical professor at Midwestern University and clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. In addition to Dr. Ross, E. Ross, joining me is Jake Wakem, who is from St. Paul, Minnesota, and he's here to tell us about his migraine journey and his experience in a clinical trial, which recently resulted in the FDA approval of an acute treatment for migraine in adults called Nurtec ODT. Welcome to the show, Dr. E. Ross and Jake Wakem. Thank you so much. It's fantastic to be here. Well, what what a yeah, treat! Same as well. Yeah, what a treat to have you guys here. Um, um, so, uh, Dr. Eros, the weather you mentioned before the show started was beautiful where you're at here in Arizona, um, and we're we're having beautiful weather here. Um, so, tell me, doctor, uh, I'm always curious. What inspired you to become a doctor and then specialize in headaches? Yes, Ken, thank you for the question. I, I will I'll start off by adding, you know, you know fall has hit uh, Phoenix in Arizona when the temperatures dropped below 115. Um, so it's still over 100 here in Phoenix. And uh, in fact, I was going to go put out the Halloween decorations the other day, and, and the thought crossed my mind that these might melt uh, during the, the daytime. So uh, we held off, and we might need to hold off another additional few days here because it's still hot. Um, but it is a pleasure to be here, and thank you for for really bringing light to this topic. This is something that that really should be addressed, and it's a story that needs to be told and heard because there are millions of uh, Americans who suffer from migraine headache. For myself, I'm no exception to the rule. I uh, I remember being uh, five or six years of age when I experienced my first migraine attack, and so that's really one of the the reasons I went into headache medicine ultimately. It wasn't the only reason, but it was one of the reasons. Um, I always enjoyed uh, medicine ever since I was a kid or the study of science, I should say, at the time. And my parents were were in healthcare. My dad was a hospital administrator and my mother was a nurse. And so it was just kind of a a natural progression for me um, as I I got older to to consider medicine as a career. Um, I always liked the concept of combining you know, science with uh, really what I wanted to do for a living, and that was to help people in unique ways that maybe other people couldn't. Um, my journey to, to really headache medicine in particular and, and I guess, neurology uh, first and foremost, I, I always thought neurology was the most fascinating um, component of, of uh, medicine. Um, I always say, you know, when you could study the brain, um, why not? Um, to me, it seems so much more interesting than, than the other uh, body systems, but I guess that's debatable uh, depending on your perspective. And it was really when I was a, a neurology resident at the University of Texas, I, I had a fantastic opportunity to meet a gentleman by the name of Peter Goadsby. And Peter Goadsby is the current president of the American Headache Society. And Peter Goadsby is really one of the world's uh, leading authorities on not just the clinical presentation of migraine, but the pathophysiology 
uh, of migraine. And he promised me, uh, this was some 20 years ago when I was a, a resident uh, at University of Texas, he promised me, he said, Eric, uh, we are about to see an explosion in our understanding of the pathophysiology of migraine. And as a result, we are about to see an explosion in terms of the treatment options that we have for patients. And that's going to result um, really in just uh, fantastic therapies, uh, both on the acute and the preventative side. The other thing that he told me, Ken, at the time, uh, and I remember it quite vividly, it was 20 years ago, but he told me, he said, Eric, look around the room. He said, uh, you can identify headaches specialists from a mile away. And of course, I said, well, how's that? He said, well, they're the happiest uh, uh, physician in the room because they know that what they do for a living, they can change lives. And, and here we are 20 years later, and I'd like to think that we've been doing that uh, for decades. So that's what got me into to, to medicine, to neurology, and in particular, into to headache medicine. Well, perfect. Listen, we're up against the clock here, uh, doctor. I'd like to take a quick break here, and we'll get more back into their conversation. But uh, thank you. So hold on, folks. Um, it's time for a quick break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Dr. Eric Eros. He's a practicing headache specialist. And we also have with him Jake Wakeham, who has suffered from migraine. And uh, he'll be talking about his experiences as well. So please get your questions ready for when we return. Call us at 952-946-6205, or you can text me at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. If you or someone you know is considering a move to assisted living, consider calling NeighborCare, a new kind of in-home support that is more affordable than traditional home care. This innovative new home care model is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments, even multiple times a day as necessary. Support is offered 24 hours a day. Serving the Twin Cities community for more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes understands the importance of a safe and supportive environment. NeighborCare will begin its pilot closest to the Episcopal Home service area within the urban core of St. Paul. This service benefits from financial support from the State of Minnesota Department of Human Services, which recognizes innovation is needed to help support older adults in living well at home. Call 651-444-4000 today to find out if NeighborCare by Episcopal Homes is available in your neighborhood. Hi, I'm Peter Solak. And I'm Adam Ostrowski. We are here at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces to talk about outdoor fires. Sitting around a fire is the oldest, most basic form of human activity. What's new is in the way fire is burned. We can show you how to burn cleaner with a lot less smoke. The radiant heat and light from an open fire is unmatched. It kindles our spirits and connects us to the outdoors. And now it's easier to experience and enjoy. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces sells and installs wood and gas burning fire pits and fireplaces. Let us help you experience an outdoor fire without all the smoke. Come see the many ways you can enjoy a fire outdoors. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces strives to maintain a healthy environment for their customers and employees. They invite you to visit weekdays 9.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays 9.30 to 4. You'll find an uncrowded and comfortable social space to learn about Woodland Stoves' many indoor and outdoor fireplace products. More at woodlandstoves.com. Are you wondering what's going on with our real estate market right now? Then why not become a house geek? Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall with Bricks Real Estate and host of the Twin Cities Real Estate Show here with your Market Minute. 4.86 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the median sale price range, and this is a key indicator of current demand in our marketplace. The median sale price is up by 8% over the same time last year, which is at about $297,000. The 30-year conventional interest rate is at around 3.33%. This is historically low and is virtually unchanged over last week. So what does this mean for sellers? Showing activity is slower than it was last year at the same time. However, due to the low inventory of homes for sale, activity is still showing it is a seller's market. For buyers, you are able to schedule showings with your realtor if you are taking proper precautions. Are you thinking about making a move? Then remember, you can check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com.
Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Dr. Eric Eros. He is a practicing headache specialist, and Dr. Eros is director at the Phoenix Health Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as a clinical professor at Midwestern University, and also clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. And also, we have with us Jake Wakeham, who has suffered with migraine. Uh, throughout his life, and we're going to hear his story uh, about how he uh, participated in a clinical trial with Nurtec and how that has affected his life. Uh, before we return to our conversation here, I want to mention that uh, this uh, program is brought to you in part by Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent physician-owned medical practice serving our local communities here with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their phone number is 952 898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com and just so you know folks they um, they have nurses available to take your call 24 hours a day 7 days a week so if you have any questions about hospice care call them 952-898-1022 alright let's get back into our conversation here we just finished last segment getting to know Dr. Eric Eros and what inspired him to become a doctor and specialize in headaches. Well, doctor, you've been doing this now for, what, 20 years? Is that what you said? That's correct, Ken. All right. So you know a lot about headaches, migraines, um, and things associated with the with the head. Um, and I know that I've got uh, people in my uh, practice that uh, – um, suffer from migraines, and uh, I know it's a prevalent thing, but but how how prevalent is migraine in the United States? Yeah, it's an interesting question, Ken, and, and I think it's one that's really underappreciated how prevalent migraine headache actually is. Uh, you know, some estimates, um, and you know, the Migraine Research Foundation really gives us some of these numbers, but um, the, one of the most recent estimates is that 40 million Americans suffer from migraine headache. So just to kind of put that into perspective, you know, in relationship to some other medical conditions we're all familiar with, that, that's roughly the same as the number of people with asthma, osteoarthritis, and diabetes combined. And so incredibly uh, prevalent uh, condition and, and really estimates show that um, it's more common in women than men, uh, perhaps uh, about three times as much. And women, it's about one in five a women who will experience migraine headache uh, versus men. It's more around the one in 15 to one to 16. Um, but uh, nonetheless, we see plenty of men in our clinical practice who have a uh, severe debilitating uh, headaches, um, such as uh, our co uh, guest here, uh, Jake is an example of that. Um, other estimates um, are that there are a billion people on the planet who experience migraine headaches. So incredibly prevalent disorder. Well, um, which is why I was so excited about having you guys on the show, um, because we really, we um, we have a special uh, uh, perspective here for people that are helping other people. We in Minnesota here, we have about five million people, um, and um, we have about six hundred thousand people that are caregivers, unpaid, helping take care of somebody else. And uh, this, this program really has a, um, an affection for our aging population, our senior population, and how much help they need to stay independent and just to, um, just to have a good quality of life. And w- one of the, the things that we have seen is that uh, when caregivers um, suffer from any type of condition, any, especially a chronic condition, but uh, things like a migraine, it really impedes their ability to be a caregiver and we need we need everybody we need all hands on deck here as our age as our population ages and um, we, we go into a, uh, a different uh, uh, mega trend time of our demographics we really need people to be able to function um, you know on a daily basis so so when you said 40 million people I, I just can't imagine how many of those people are, are right here in the Twin Cities, uh, including you know, Jake Wakeham, who we'll talk to in a minute. Um, doctor, could you talk about some of the triggers that, um, that create a migraine, or are there, are there things, symptoms that are, 
or events uh, or, or environmental circumstances that, that foster migraine? Yeah, absolutely, Ken. And, and be, before we dive into that, I might just add to something that you just mentioned because it's so important. You know, it's one thing to have a medical condition that's very prevalent in the community, but it's another thing to have that medical condition be so debilitating, uh, right? There are many medical conditions that may be prevalent, but they don't result in a great deal of disability. And so it's it's the combination of those two things that make it uh, so particularly problematic. So just as an example, the, the World Health Organization, uh, they rank the world's most debilitating medical conditions on the planet. And many people are surprised that at number two, out of a list of one to 400, migraine headache sits at number two as the, the world's most debilitating medical condition. When you take into account how long a patient experiences that condition, and in fact, the World Health Organization states that a day of severe migraine can be every bit as debilitating as a day of dementia, severe psychosis, or quadriplegia, being paralyzed from your neck down. And so um, that's the other part of the story. And then the last part of the story before we actually go into triggers, uh, you know, management really is it's an incredibly treatable condition. Uh, fortunately, in the last five years, we've seen over a dozen therapies, both on the abortive side and on the preventative side, become FDA approved, whether they're pharmaceuticals or devices or some of the newer agents called the monoclonal antibodies, the therapies uh, for this really prevalent and debilitating condition have really caught up, like like Peter Goldsby told me some 20 years ago. Um, certainly, the, the first part of effective uh, management, well, it begins with diagnosis, and we think we're going to get into that a little bit later. But the second part is, is really a behavioral modification to understand what might be provoking uh, your migraine attacks. And certainly part of that is, is triggers. And triggers you kind of um, – and sometimes we, we actually like to use the term enhancers better because they're things that, that come up in life that enhance our odds of getting our next migraine attack. A trigger kind of implies that if you're exposed to it, um, it, it either will trigger a headache or it doesn't. And if it does, you, you call it a trigger. Um, if it doesn't, uh, you're immune from that trigger. And that's, that's probably not a fair way of looking at it. Um, enhancers are the other – hand, um, they enhance your odds of getting it. So the more that you're exposed to that, the more your odds go up. And if you're exp exposed to multiple enhancers, they go up and up and up. And um, there are some uh, triggers that uh, are enhancers that we can um, try to avoid and, and some that we can't. So for example, here in Phoenix, uh, every uh, tail end of uh, summer, we have what we call monsoon season. And it represents a dramatic change in the weather where we get um, storm fronts and dust storms and things of, of the like. That's something that is a very prominent enhancer or trigger for, for patients uh, suffering from migraine here in the valley. That's something that, for the most part, you, you just can't control. Even if you're inside, uh, you're not immune to that weather front changes. There are other things which are internal triggers. So, for example, our female patients who experience migraine hey, doctor, experience doctor, internal we, yes, Hey, sir. doctor, can you hold up right here? we got a quick break to take here. We'll be right back to continue that conversation on triggers. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Kamala Harris debates Trump enabler Mike Pence on Wednesday, and we'd like you to join us for our vice presidential debate watch party at Crooner's Supper Club. Crooner's has an outdoor stage with a large TV screen and great sound. Plus, Wednesday's forecast looks great as an added bonus. Space is very limited, though, because of safety, so you have to order your tickets now at am950radio.com, as we will not have any available at the door. Again, that's our vice presidential debate watch party Wednesday at Crooner's off Moore Lake and Highway 65. Tickets at am950radio.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, this is Chad from AM 950. With the recent round of storms that came through the Twin Cities, some of you may have sustained damage to your roofing, siding, or windows. Call Snap Construction, the company we trust, to see if you sustain damage. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window company in the metro. Ryan, how are you able to help people that may have had damage from these storms? Well, Chad, with experience, we've helped thousands of Minnesotans with their storm damage claims. 
If you suspect your home has damage or was denied in the past, give us a call for your free inspection. It can take up to a year for hail and wind damage to reveal itself. The insurance process can be complicated. We make it easy. We use the same costing software that all insurance companies rely on. As always, we stand behind our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Don't wait. Call us for your free estimate or inspection today. 612-333-SNAP. 612-333-SNAP. Hi, everybody out there in AM 950 Radio Land. This is Paul Metz inviting you to listen to a great new episode of the Wall of Power Radio Hour this weekend. Our featured guest, 93-year-old legendary Nashville songwriter Eddie Pleasant. He's written songs for Hank William III, Hank Williams Jr., Lefty Frizzell, Kitty Wells, and more. He's got many stories to tell, and he tells them well. Wall of Power Radio Hour, Saturday nights at 6 p.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. With your AM 950 weather, this is Dan Riva. Today, a chance of light rain, mostly cloudy with a high near 52. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 36. You're invited to AM 950's VP Debate Party with Pence debating Harris at Pruner's Supper Club, Wednesday, October 7th. Doors open at 7.30. Tickets, $25 with very limited seating. Order tickets at am950radio.com. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and ways to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Dr. Eric Eros. He's a practicing headache specialist. Dr. Eros is director at the Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as clinical professor at Midwestern University and clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. We also have Jake Wakeham here, who has suffered from migraine and was part of a clinical trial. And we're going to get to him here this segment. Um, but I wanted to uh, uh, jump back to uh, Dr. Eros here. We were talking about uh, triggers and enhancers um, before we, uh, uh, at the end of the last segment, and I wanted to let you complete that thought about how some of these things, and you were just mentioning the, the monsoons in uh, Arizona, that uh, changes in weather can trigger um, migraine. Yes, Ken, thank you for that. Yeah, just to continue the thought and finish it up, there are those external enhancers or, or ultimately triggers and kind of internal enhancers. So, for example, a woman's menstrual cycle, that drop in estrogen that triggers their menstrual period can also be, um, you know, a, a provocative uh, for migraine attack. Hence, you know, this entity of, of menstrual migraine uh, exists. And so there are numerous uh, enhancers. You know, we could probably list 60 or 100 of them. And so uh, it really uh, takes some time and some effort to, to come to some sort of realization what your enhancers might be. And once you do that, the next step is really to try to begin to eliminate these or, or to modify some of these. But some of the biggest ones are things like stress um, or poor sleep. And then uh, some of the things that we, we eat or drink, those are the most common ones by, by far and away. Ken. Well, let me ask you this because um, I'm familiar with um, food allergies and how people can – figure out a way in which to eliminate uh, their food allergies by, by, by not eating things for a certain period of time and then slowly bringing that back into their diet to see if they have a, a reaction. Now, those reactions can be all kinds of things, fatigue or other, other um, uh, things that maybe people are experiencing, including migraine. But, but you know, I'm just thinking for, for migraine, you know, how, how do you figure out? That's got to be kind of tough to say, well, what was it that triggered this? Because you have to think back then what were the events or what were the things you did, behaviors or things you experienced to then that may have triggered that or enhanced that uh, uh, situation for a migraine? 
That's absolutely correct, Ken. And it can be uh, particularly uh, maddening for, for some patients or providers because sometimes we just never really know. You know, migraine is uh, a brain disorder of hyperexcitability. And uh, for those who have a very severe migraine, it, it may not take much and it may not uh, even take anything that's even identifiable. And so that kind of goes against our inherent nature is we always want to know what did it that caused this individual migraine attack or maybe a worsening of migraine in general. I think as, as someone that does this for a living, I, I think um, over time we've learned to accept that that we're not always going to know. Um, you know, keeping some, some simple headache logs where you track not just your headaches, but your exposure to some of these enhancers can be very helpful. Importantly, um, you know, thinking back not just 24 hours, but maybe as far as 72 hours in terms of what enhancers you were exposed to that got yourself in that situation. The other thing is that this is a very dynamic process. And so as we implement therapies, in particular preventative therapies, that will raise your threshold so you can be exposed to more enhancers without actually having them trigger a headache. Oh, that's good to know. Um, all right, uh, let's, let's shift gears here. I, I want to bring Jake Wakeham into the conversation from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hi, Jake. Hey, Ken, thanks for having me. I love the show, and I just cannot emphasize the importance of wellness in my life and hopefully those tuning in and those viewers. It's just an honor to be here and actually talk about a recovery process that I've jumped into in my life. Well, that's great. Um, let's let's quickly give the audience a little bit of background. How long have you had migraine in your life? I developed them a little later, actually. I was 18 years old. I was actually a freshman in college in an orientation program. And funny story is I had a migraine in a large group of people. I started getting aura. I actually went down to the ground, fainted. People thought I was joking, playing around, and they realized something's happening here. And that was the start of me. So it started kind of humorous, but it really hit hard. And I really started taking it for, uh, a lot serious or for serious when I first had that when I was 18 years old. And then how long, how long did you have them then until you went into this clinical trial? You know, I still suffer from migraines. Um, mm-hmm. They have been reduced by almost half. So I'm 30 years old right now. So I've had this for 12 years of my life. I've been able to cut them down from anywhere from about six to 10 a month. So we're talking one to two a week. Wow. Um, I have about two to three per month max. Um, last month I had only one. A couple months ago I had three. Um, so I've even started to see a lot of that progress since some of these clinical trials and NERTEC and um, these new drugs that are being approved and released. And just, again, just this game-changing idea that's hopping in, even now for me as a, as a 30-year-old St. Paul native. Mm-hmm. Well, t- tell us, for those of us who, who have not experienced migraine, what's it like to experience migraine? You, you mentioned um, you got aura, and, and people may not know what an aura is. They also, you said you basically almost fainted. Um, what, what are some of the, the uh, things you experience when, when you have a migraine? Yeah, I so I've had migra- uh, headaches all my life. And headaches, I have the shooting pain in my temples. When I first started getting migraines, it was clear as day for me what the difference was. So I get aura, which for me, it means that I start getting small spots, almost like blurried vision in the top left corner of my eye. If I don't do something about that, that aura, or that sensation of losing my vision actually caves in and creates this idea of tunnel vision. And this can happen when I'm driving. I've had to pull over on my on road trips to Kansas on the side of the road or in wayside stops just to try to sleep it off because I lose actual vision. And then I get lightheaded. I feel for about 30 seconds that I'm walking very almost in a drowsy sense. And if I don't lay down, I can really get lightheaded and faint. And 30 minutes almost on the dot after I start losing vision, I have just the most shooting, intense, what I call lightning strikes from my temples all the way back. And for me, it's I lose my vision on the left side of my in my vision, and then my pain is on the right side of my brain, starting with my temple going back. So for me, it's been pretty systematic, and that's how it is, uh, still is. Um, but I, I, can, I can catch it now a lot earlier than I used to. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll talk about that clinical trial you were in here in just a minute. Um, I, I want to jump back to Dr. Eros uh, here. Um, what... Jake has just you know has has relayed just some of the experiences he's had. I'm I'm assuming those are similar uh, stories that uh, for your patients that you've you've been treating for years. Um, I'm sure it's a similar type of um, uh, experiences they've had with your patients. 
Yes, absolutely, Ken. You know, it's interesting. You know, migraine can present in a, in a multitude of ways. Um, you know, a given analogy, if, if we were to go into a, you know, a shopping center and I say, hey, Ken, point to, to one of the cars here in the parking lot. You might say, well, well, which one? I mean, they're they're all cars, for example. And if we get down to it, how do you, how do you know that they're cars, right? They're, they're different colors, they're different shapes, they go different speeds, they're different models, etc. But we know they're cars because they have a steering wheel and a windshield, and they get you from A to B, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Same thing with migraine. My, migraine has certain criteria that links them all together. And in fact, that's the, the International Classification of Headache Disorders has this criteria and if it's of interest we can walk through that um, but if you fulfill those criteria that's when we say you have migraine irregardless of how it might look a little bit different on the outside so for example uh, Jake he experiences aura with his migraine attacks not all patients experience aura and so we just need to be cautious because uh, we don't want a migraineur who, or someone who experiences migraine out there not to seek help because they say, well, I don't have migraine because I don't get those visual symptoms. And so that would be an example of uh, two different types of vehicles, for example. They're both vehicles. They're both migraines. They're just presenting in a different fashion. Okay. Now, just for clarification, what I've heard is that migraines are typically on the side of your head, whereas what's called a headache is maybe more in the forehead or the scalp. Is that, a, is that a true or false uh, um, description of, of where they occur in the head? Yeah, I would say it's an overgeneralization. You know, um, as part of the diagnostic criteria that we just mentioned, um, they have, uh, you, know, you have to fulfill two of four criteria about the headache itself. One of those is actually that it's unilateral. And so that would get you a point towards the diagnostic criteria, but it's not mandatory to have migraine. Hmm. As an example, people who have what we call chronic migraine, that is they experience migraine headaches more than 15 days out of the month, it's not unusual as they chronify that their headaches go from being unilateral or one-sided to involving both sides. And that's a a typical uh, transition that we see. The other key thing to point out is that there are numerous types of headaches, hundreds of different types of headaches. many of which just in contrast, for example, cluster headache is another primary headache disorder. And classically, that's a a unilateral or a one-sided headache condition uh, as well. So um, it's, we we have to be cautious not to make uh, generalizations. Um, One-sidedness is not mandatory for a diagnosis. Okay, got it. All right. Well, uh, we've got uh, a couple of minutes left in this segment. Um, Could we start to touch on what treatments um, are, are available and, and that have been working and what does you know, recent research show um, in terms of, um, of migraine? Sure, Ken. And perhaps, you know, uh, just looking at a bird's eye view of the treatment options, I think it's important because commonly this is confused uh, amongst patients is to get the big picture here. You know, uh, the first is to get the diagnosis right. And then in terms of treatment, we started to talk a little bit about behavioral modification, and that really should be the first intervention that we do. And that's to identify what might be making this worse and to change our behavior This includes such things as sleep and exercise and stress management, et cetera, et cetera. When we get through that phase and we're still struggling, we're still having frequent attacks, keep in mind that there are two approaches. One is to shut down an attack when it occurs, and um, Nurtec is an example of that, uh, the the product that we're talking about today and and the product that Jake had so much success with. Um, But there are also preventative agents, and preventative agents are designed – traditionally to be taken every day to prevent headache from occurring in the first place. In our migraine uh, patient population in our clinic, both approaches uh, are generally unfolded at the same time, and both approaches are equally uh, as important. Okay. Um, and, and just to introduce um, the, the Nurtec product, now what, what, I, what I hear that's nice about this, we have about a minute left in this segment, is, is that it is a, an um, uh, an ODT. And could you explain what an ODT is, doctor, and why that's so beneficial to be able to get on top of these migraines quickly? Sure, absolutely. You know, in, in migraine headache, we, we know sp- speed is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the faster you can begin to shut down that migraine attack, the better off you're going to do. Think of it like a, a freight train leaving the station. If you can stop it as it leaves the station, you're going to have success. But if you try to put roadblocks in front of that freight train when it's cruising at 70 or 80 miles an hour, um, 
you know, you're just you're just not going to do well. And so the key, uh, in part, to Neurotech success is this ODT or the oral dissolving tablet preparation. What that means is it dissolves in your mouth, doesn't necessarily have to go under your tongue. Although there's data that if you put it under your tongue, it might actually even work faster. But that gets it to what we call um, a T-max, or the time to maximum concentration in the blood. It's very quick. And this results uh, in data that we can discuss uh, maybe here uh, after the segment uh, or the next segment, and that patients can begin to experience benefit. And in as little as 15 minutes, it can numerically separate itself out from placebo. And then there's statistical separation in as little as uh, 60 minutes All right. some key clinical outcome measures. All right, doctor, we'll be right back. You're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us. Now, more than ever, we are being faced daily with a topic of human mortality. And for many people, estate planning has been top of mind. Getting your estate planning done now can be easy and cost-effective. Shroman Law offers virtual options for initial consultations so that new clients can safely initiate the process. With many facing uncertain financial situations, Shroman Law also offers affordable fees for legal documents. Learn more at shromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-Law.com. We use technology every day to help manage our lives. Why not use it to help manage your medications? St. Paul Corner Drug offers several free tools to keep you on track while taking your medications. Use our mobile app to quickly order a refill or the MedsOnQ application, which turns your smartphone or tablet into your very own personal medication attendant. Email and text messaging options let you know when your medication is ready for pickup, making efficient use of your time. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Hi, I'm Alicia Luther Toms, Certified Financial Planner with RBC Wealth Management. You might think you have to give up performance to invest responsibly, but that simply isn't true. Responsible investing can actually have a positive impact on performance. We will work with you to come up with a strategy that matches your values. This is Alicia Luther Toms at 612-770-4460 or alicia.luther.toms at rbc.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. If you or someone you know is considering a move to assisted living, consider calling NeighborCare, a new kind of in-home support that is more affordable than traditional home care. This innovative new home care model is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments, even multiple times a day as necessary. Support is offered 24 hours a day. Serving the Twin Cities community for more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes understands the importance of a safe and supportive environment. NeighborCare will begin its pilot closest to the Episcopal Home service area within the urban core of St. Paul. This service benefits from financial support from the State of Minnesota Department of Human Services, which recognizes innovation is needed to help support older adults in living well at home. Call 651-444-4000 today to find out if Neighbor Care by Episcopal Homes is available in your neighborhood. Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for The Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, The Matt McNeil Show, and on email, comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and helping improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Dr. Eric Eros. He's a practicing headache specialist. Uh, don't we wish we all had him around when we have headaches? Uh, Dr. Eros is director at the Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as a clinical professor at Midwestern University, and also clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. And we also have Jake Wakeham. He actually participated in a clinical trial uh, with a with a product called Nurtech. ODT. And if you want more information on that, go to the website, Nurtech ODT. Um, it's Nurtech, 
nurturetech.com, and that's spelled N-U-R-T-E-C.com. And you can get much more information. Uh, we only have a limited time here to talk about this, uh, this recently approved FDA uh, product, and we're going to talk about that in this segment. We've got about uh, six minutes to uh, talk about Jake's experience and 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 talk about um, what Dr. Eros's experience has been with Nurtech ODT. So, uh, Jake, let's turn the program to you, um, and if you could briefly just tell us about how you heard about uh, the Nurtech uh, clinical trial and uh, what your experience was uh, participating in the trial. Yeah, absolutely. I have to give a, a huge shout out and just a, a thank you again for the show and just the just honoring the wellness ideas and and honestly, my I have a few family and friend members um, listening in right now. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have actually found this trial. So huge shout out to my mom Kelly, my dad Jim for for connecting me to resources even at a younger age. I found this trial downtown Minneapolis. My hometown is St. Paul, uh, St. Paul native. I hopped in hesitant at first. I always took over-the-counter medication, just figured that, you know, this is just something I struggle with. And it would take me six, seven hours to recover at times uh, previously. And I would be shut down for the day. And after taking Nurtec ODT, this is the first drug that I have really been able to advocate for in a sense that I bounce back. I am, it takes me 20, 30 minutes and I can go back to work. I can actually enjoy dinner with my, with my spouse, Jess and my friends and continue my life, which I honestly, a few years ago, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do that. I thought it was, I was done for the day. So the trial was, it was painless. It was easy. It was me um, trying Nurtech OTT and recording my, my symptoms, my recovery, um, working with my clinical physicians, my um, representatives for in downtown Minneapolis and really just providing that feedback for me as a patient. And again, I say this wholeheartedly and with the utmost respect for the product and the folks that helped me through this, it, it really has changed my life. No. Well, I cannot emphasize that enough. No, let, let me just, uh, can, can you just compare us uh, what your life like is now than what it was, you know, you suffered, you suffered with migraine for 12 years. Um, can you just quickly give us what it's like now versus what it was? Yeah. So quickly put, I mean, I would plan my day around if I got a migraine, I would always have to be ready to have my keys close, have medication close and either drive home or have somebody pick me up or just lay on the ground in darkness. And that might have been my whole day experience. And now I, I still take those preventative steps, but I know that I can take medication, bounce back and get back to my daily routine. So it used to shut me down for a day. And now I'm able to spend 30 minutes. I still take the, the take medication, of course. And then I still really try to breathe, meditate, slow down for 30 minutes, let that medication hit, and then I'm able to bounce back. Wow. And, and because it's an oral dissipating uh, tablet, you don't need to even have water. You, could, you don't need to have anything to help swallow that down, do you? You can just put it under your tongue or in your mouth. And it's, uh... I, I keep yeah, I keep it in my wallet. To be honest, it's just right there. I don't even think about it, and I know if it does happen, I, I'm I'm prepared. And yeah, it is is very quick, and I feel like for myself that it just hits so much faster than any other medication that I've taken. So it gives you more confidence then, basically, to live your life knowing you've got that that uh, ability to to take it whenever you need to. One hundred percent, absolutely. Wow. wow. All right, Doc, Dr. Eros, let, let's bring you back in here in the last uh, three minutes here. Um, you know, what's been your experience with your patients um, taking Nurtec ODT? Uh, this has recently been approved um, earlier in the year, and uh, could you give us some experiences you've had with it? Yeah, absolutely, Ken. You know, uh, similar to, to Jake's experience, I, I've seen. Uh, numerous patients who have just tremendously uh, benefited from Nurtec. Uh, we have tried Nurtec and, and probably no shortage of uh, over 100 patients so far uh, since its uh, launch a handful of months ago. Um, I would include myself in that group as well as a, as a migrantor. And in fact, Ken, I would tell you this morning, uh, I woke up, I slept in a little later than I normally do, and that was an enhancer for me. And so I, I woke up with an attack this morning. And um, I did not need to go to the bathroom to get a glass of water. I had my Nurtec right in my nightstand there and uh, treated this morning. I actually went back to bed, got a few more hours of sleep and woke up and, and I was he headache free. And so um, I've seen it uh, not just in my patient population, but in myself. A few things that maybe I can highlight that also makes it uh, so uh, 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 fantastic for our patients, not just in terms of how fast it is, 
but also the side effect profile is just so favorable. The only side effect reported in clinical trials was nausea. And um, Ken, it's amazing. It was only one in 50 patients who experienced nausea. And we're talking about a disease state that has nausea as part of its diagnostic criteria or clinical presentation in the first place. So it's exceedingly well tolerated. And the beauty of that is patients don't go through this dilemma as to, should I take this or not? Um, Many times patients say, I don't want to take it because I'm afraid of the side effects. And so now with an agent that has an essence close to uh, the side effects of placebo, there's no reason not to delay its use. Um, One other thing I would touch upon that has really changed how we practice headache medicine is that Neurotech, we believe, has no evidence that it creates medication overuse headache. And so that's a concept when you use an acute agent too frequently that that patient uh, might help that individual attack, but overall their headaches will get worse with time. And because of that, patients sometimes uh, decide, well, we'll use this at a later time. Uh, With Neurotech, we don't have to put restrictions on the number of days per week or days per month that they can treat. And that also encourages this early use which also shuts down that that freight train again uh, uh, much faster before it leaves the station. Wow. Okay. Um, we've only got a minute left here. We <laughs> we'll have to have you guys back on another show. I'm I'm looking at my phone. I'm I got so many te- uh, text questions coming in here that we're not going to get to, folks. And I apologize for that. Um, but uh, we'll have to have you guys on uh, in the future. I, I think I think when you touched on the fact that this affects more than 40 million people. Um, in the U.S. alone and maybe a billion people worldwide. I can see that's touched a nerve here on our listening audience because they're very interested in hearing more about this. But I want to thank both of you here for joining me today. Uh, We have Dr. Eric Eros. He's a practicing headache specialist and a director at the Phoenix Headache Institute, as well as clinical professor at Midwestern University and clinical faculty at the Honor Healthcare Family Practice Residency Program in Phoenix. And we also had Jake Wakeham, who has been a sufferer uh, with migraine uh, in St. Paul here. And he told told us about his journey with um, using the Nurtech ODT product and how that's changed his life. So folks, if you have more questions about Nurtech, go to the website Nurtech.com. Dot com. That's N-U-R-T-E-C.com. And check out that information. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health, your life. And until next time, folks, live well. Yeah.